On today's episode of the Lax Lounge, we have our first guest on the pod with stud freshman defender Bear Evans. We talk with Bear about how he got to Cabrini, what it's like to play in big games as a freshman, recap our week, and have a serious discussion about our favorite cereals and childhood crushes. We wrap up with a draft of things to do on a Sunday that you're not going to want to miss. Let's kick it over to the interview with Bear. Welcome back into the Lax Lounge. We are joined by our first guest of the show's history. Let's give a big round of applause. There's three people here, but it's going to be a massive round of applause. We have Mr. William Bear Evans joining us in the lounge. Welcome. Welcome, Bear. How do, how you feeling? I feel great. Yeah. Uh, so tell us a little bit or tell the audience a little bit about yourself. What brought you to our apartment right now? How did you get here? So you might as well start with how I got to Cabrini. So I actually wasn't looked at by Cabrini. Sam DeTrolio texted Colfer and then texted, I think, Garling. I'm not sure. But he was texting him like every two, three days being like, hey, look at this kid. Look at this kid. So they were like, all right, we'll reach out to him. I went. They sent me a text saying, hey, try out for this club team or like play on this club team for the fall for a little bit. So... I went, played for that club team, played in the showcase the next day, and then they reached out again. They're like, hey, we're interested. We'd love to get you up for a tour. I was perfect. I just visited Salisbury and Widener right before that, and this was going to be like my last like visit. So I went, took the visit, I think it was like December 14th, 15th, like Around that time, you're like the only one still on campus. Fridgey gives me the tour. Tour of a lifetime, by the way. And so I decide, I think around like five to six days later, that I'm committed here to play lacrosse. And then now I'm here, fall freshman year, meet all the guys, and then friends with all of them now, friends with you guys. Fuck yeah. All the fellas. I love it. Um, so, uh, how about you just give us a background, like where you grew up, you know? I'm from Garnet Valley, PA, and then I've gr- lived there my entire life and then played sports there as well. Any siblings or I have anything? a brother and a sister. I'm the youngest, so I have an older brother and who's the oldest, and then I have my older sister. Sweet. Any pets? What's up? Any pets? Yeah, I have a four-year-old dog named Buckley. Buckley. It's white left. Buckley is amazing. We see him at the tailgates all the time. And I just love it because I'll see your mom and then I'll see the leash and I'll be like, let's go. The dog is here. Um, and literally he's just like, he's a goofball. I feel like that's, that's all I've seen him do is just like be a dumb, adorable dog, which I, I think every good dog should just have a little bit of like something off about them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he's like, He's probably the smartest dog ever, like, but common sense wise, he's like dumb as rocks. Like I love him, but he'll like run into like if he's chasing something, like he'll run straight into something head first. Like if you throw a ball and it hits the wall, he's running straight into the wall and bouncing off of it. And then him and his there's another dog in my neighborhood named Biscuit, and he's the same thing, big yellow lab. And when they play, it's literally them running into each other like for probably 30 minutes, and they both are gassed, laying down. 
Biscuit is a top tier name for a dog. Gotta love Biscuit. Gotta love him. Uh, so Bear, you you said you were uh, a freshman this year in college. What has been like kind of your I wouldn't say favorite, but like what's one of those moments from let's start fall semester, like one of those moments that stood out where you're like, wow, I'm you're you're decently close to home, but I'm a college kid now. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, it's got to be probably the third time I met Henry. And I'm running out to the backyard and Stark out, so I don't really know the house that well. And taking one step off that, like, platform and just going face first on the concrete. Ah, that was actually horrible. I remember getting, I'm like, oh, that hurt. I'm like, my chin's all busted up. I have Friggy, and then I forget who else was taking care of me. You guys are all sitting in the bathroom, like, patching me up. <laughs> I remember that vividly. Now that you uh, now that you say that again, but um, yeah, there's been some iconic moments at Henry, which is uh, one of our houses really close to campus, and I think that it's just one of the spots where we like to hang out a lot, even just like during the week. I love just passing by, going through there, and seeing what chaos is going on because of the four guys that live there absolutely chaotic like those they're the ones where if there's a bad idea that's going to happen midweek out of nowhere it's probably coming from henry and they yeah. have some uh they have some of the funniest videos that i've ever seen in my life i think bad ideas is just like their go-to it's well, like, all right we can do something that's like good or we can just do something that's bad their motto is like well at least the house is clean yeah which is yeah. when like everything's going wrong when stuff hits the fan and their house is trashed they'll just be like well, at least the house is clean guys yeah i mean what they broke a window first semester yeah like two doors too two doors two doors shout out maddie williams that might be my one of my favorite videos that i have because so set the scene we're, we're over at their house and they had this one door had been busted i think since they moved in or it happened just on a on a random day where somebody put a hole in the wall and we joked it was uh it was one of our girls across players and we're like low-key trying to make them reply we're trying to uh make them convince them that it was them and have them pay for it which i thought was hilarious because it was just a running joke for a while they were never going to pay for the door we were never going to make them pay for the door but it was just one of those things um and then it was sometime in i want to say february maybe march where we just started taking a lacrosse stick and punching holes through the wall because it's like we're going to replace the door either way and there was a giant hole that formed so guys started like punching it with their hands, started kicking through it. And then Matt comes up and he says, yo, I want to run through the door. And of course, all of us are just like, why the fuck not? <laughs> so um, he like goes back into, I want to say the restroom, which is right there. Like drive straight head first through it. Nice shoulder, great form tackle. Like if he was a safety coming down, he would have definitely laid the boom and made the good hit. But just totally goes through and then comes out with his signature smirk and smile. And I just have that like ingrained in my head. And then he he like continues to push uh the 
little part of the door that he ran through. He continues to like push it forward. And then the Henry guys, of course, come in and they take a group photo with like, I have this Henry app sign that I gave him for Christmas. And they're like, yeah, let's, let's take a flick. So Ty goes on the inside and his face is in the door, like the here's Johnny moment from The Shining. And uh, I'm pretty sure that just sums up their house in, in one picture. Like it, uh, yeah. it is uncontrolled chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Great guys though. Oh yeah. Gotta love them. Gotta love them. Great but, guys. um, so kind of getting back on the track of first semester in college and i guess nick you could probably chip in here too but what was like a class moment where you again kind of had that wow i'm in college like this isn't high school anymore was there a professor interaction anything like that that really just stood out as like this is a whole new world i mean i can't think of anything off the top of my head but the end of fall semester this was kind of like a, a big life lesson so end of fall semester, uh, calc is like my only final I have to take. And I'm like, oh man, like I'm stressed about this class. This is like the class I'm doing the worst in. And so I'm thinking, okay, he said it's on Friday. I'm going to go. I'm going to get there. At like, I think I thought it was the same time as the class. So I'm like, all right, I think class is at like 1230. So I'm like, all right. Perfect. I'll get there, drive up to school at like, I stayed home. Sorry. Let me mention that. I stayed home the entire week because I didn't, I didn't need to be up for school and we didn't have practice. So I went home and I came up for the thing thinking it's at 1230, came up at 12, like 12. And I went walk into my dorm room to check on it one last time, see a kid in my class. I'm like, okay. Like, maybe he just, like, had special arrangements for it, and, like, he needed, like, he took it in another place. And then I go drive my car over to the parking lot, walk in, or I'm walking in, and I see someone from my class walking out. I'm like, all right, like, now I'm freaking out. Rush up the, to the class. It's on the third floor of Ida Rose, so three flights of stairs I'm running up, and I go and like I turn the corner, the doors open. I see people sitting down, like taking tests, and the professor just standing in the front of the class, like just shocked that I showed up that late. And so I think it was from, I want to say the time was 11 to 1. So I got there at 12 30, or it may have started at 12, something like that, 11 30, something where it was a good amount of time that I could have just not been able to finish it. So I take it like I'm rushing through it. And then I get to the end of it. He's like, all right, I'll give like, I think two other people did the same thing. So he gives us like an extra hour. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Like I did that. I think I ended with like a B plus in the class, but that was probably like the worst experience ever. All right, Barry. So let's get back on track. Um, if you could be any superhero, what superhero would you be? Oh, man. <laughs> Fuck school. Nick with the best you know. question out of left field. Uh, honestly, dude, we're, oh. we're, we're approaching May. I don't need to be talking about school. What If you could be a superhero. What would oh, be? man. I mean, like, Batman's kind of cool just because, like, he has all those gadgets. But, like, he, he doesn't, doesn't have, have a superpower. Yeah, he doesn't have a superpower, so that's why I would pick him. He's a rich um, boy. He, got, he yeah. saw his parents die in front of him. Yeah. Uh Superhero is pretty cool, but I feel like he's kind of generic. You know, I think I'm going to go Spider-Man. That's a good pick. Spider-Man's a good pick. 
I'm thinking like I I don't want to say Superman. Superman's the obvious pick because why wouldn't you be Superman? You're shredded. You can fly. You can. You have laser eyes. Yeah. You can basically. You're literally the man. Your disguise is a pair of glasses. Yes, Clark Imagine Kent. that. Like imagine that. Ah, uh, so I'm trying to think. I might honestly Iron Man, just Ooh, because. Stark. Oh, pick. I envy just being as smart as Tony Stark. And being yeah. able to like manufacture all the stuff that makes super, like <laughs> billionaire genius, playboy philanthropist, tech malfunction. <laughs> that, that was awesome. That's um, all right, Bear. It's not a vacuum. You don't gotta hold the cord. <laughs> no, I went and I was like trying to adjust it, and my leg got caught on the wire. So I went like this and leaned back for a second, and things just went <laughs> pulled it. I actually might keep that in just because it was fun. Um, <laughs> But Iron Man, like, he's there's nothing special about Tony Stark besides the fact that he's really smart. And so just being able to manufacture your entire being as a superhuman, I think that would be sick. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, Thor. I think Thor would be sick. Ooh. Or uh, The Flash. Good Everybody underestimates The Flash. Imagine. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I mean, honestly... I don't know much about like Marvel, DC, like any superhero stuff, but like Silver Surfer, I think his name is. He would be kind of cool. The guy that rides on a surfboard. That's Silver. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, no. I don't. Oh, I'm going to pull this up. He looks sick. We're going to go live research real quick. You're going to go live research. This dude's not oh, sick. Oh, that guy's sick. Okay. Yeah, that is pretty tough. What's his superpower? Like, what does he do? He just turns into Silver. Honestly, I have no idea. I just know he's silver and he rides a surfboard everywhere and he can basically fly. That's pretty sick. He's silver. He can fly. He probably is really good looking. Like Honestly, Mrs. Incredible. So I have, um, <laughs> I looked it up and it says, the silver surfer wields the power cosmic, granting him superhuman strength and Darren's senses and the ability to absorb and manipulate the universe's ambient energy. Wow. Whoa. That is the pick of the century for a superhuman or like your favorite superhero. Yeah. Wow. So, That's some deep thinking right there. Um, his weakness is he rarely fights to truly kill and often does not use his abilities to their fullest extent. Although his body does not require sleep, his mind still does in order to give him an opportunity to dream. He's a pacifist. Live be real round two. I was not real today. That was like two hours late. Um, but wow, that is that's the Bear Evans difference right there. We were going with generic Marvel DC. He whips out. That was fantastic. The four. known people. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. That was pretty cool. I'm I'm sure. Back pocket for that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Second question. Nowhere. Second question coming from Nick Romando. Favorite cereal? Oh man. There's there's a few right answers. I think we got five W's coming at you. I don't know. Frosted Flakes, all time great. Okay. Fruity Pebbles, all time great. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So I need a top five. I need five, four, three, two, one. Oh, five, four, three, two, one. Ooh. You gotta rank this. Alright. I could probably I gotta think for a second. I'm so used to the calf cereal, I forget like all the other kinds of cereal. You ever have a crave? Cravers are so good. Have you had Cookie Crisp? Cookie, yes, yeah. Cookie Crisp. There was I wouldn't one. put it in my top five. There was a cereal that I had growing up. It was like, 
It was kind of like Cinnabon. I think their brand of something, but it was like mini cinnamon rolls. And it was incredible. And then I'm pretty sure they stopped making it. So it's like lost from history, but I distinctly. The Cinnabon? Like yeah, Cinnabon yeah, cereal? Yeah, mini I've had it amazing like they're crunchy i mean it's cereal but um like it was just like they had the glaze on them cinnamon it was yes insane so okay and those disappeared right they're not going crazy Uh, yeah because one day i think little jason was just going through it was fred meyer at that point uh we were just going through the aisles and i was looking for my favorite cereal and it just wasn't there and i've been traumatized ever since i don't think i've had cereal since then i'd be crushed totally joking I, um, do you guys ever have honeycomb? When yes. it was, when it honeycomb was good, is so when it was good. good. Yeah, yeah. That is a very distinct point because I think they changed the recipe. Dude, Fruity Pebbles did too. Did they? Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. There yeah. was a cutoff when I stopped eating Fruity Pebbles to when I started eating them again. There's like, so if you eat it, like, you know how like it was like almost like flat rice flat yeah. before? Yeah. Now it's like popped. Yeah. It's like half and half. It's not as good. It's nowhere near as good. I fuck with it. Really? I mean, I like it. I'll still eat it. It's still like one of my favorites, but like it's not as good as it was Fruity before. Pebbles or Fruit Loops? Fruity Pebbles. Good, good answer. That's the right answer. Fruit Cocoa Loops. Puffs or Cocoa Pebbles? I've had a feeling you're going to ask that. Uh, same thing. Cocoa Pebbles. See, I'm a Cocoa Puffs that's the one where I go Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> but really? But with Cocoa Puffs are great. With they Fruit are. Loops, the big thing, they just aren't flavored. Like they, they have the exact same flavor. It's cardboard. Yes. And... Each, like, the colors are just messing with your brain. Yeah. Where they're trying to make you think that it's something it isn't. Yeah. You ever see uh, Daddy Daycare? Daddy Daycare? Yeah, with yeah. Um, Eddie Murray. Uh-huh. That's a great movie. Great movie. Um, they have Veggios. They always <laughs> remind me of Fruit Loops. Yeah. Or Fruit Loops always remind me of Veggios. All right. Veggios. We're, we're getting off track. I need this top five list. Yeah. Let me You're giving me some time there. to simmer. Ah, oh, man. You said Frosted Flakes. You said Fruit Pebbles. All right. Because I was worried you said Cinnamon Toast Crunch third, and I would have been vehemently against that. That is, there's two spots that I think I gotta go number one Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Great, I was saying either one or two. Number two, Fruity Pebbles. Okay. Number three, close number three. Two and three could are like interchangeable. Yeah. Um, That's a Frosted Flakes. Four. I would say Lucky Charms, but like I'm not a huge Lucky Charms guy. Really? I mean, I only would use it for the marshmallows. Like they sell just the bags of cereal marshmallows. I would buy that in a heartbeat. I would not go for like a Lucky Charms without the marshmallows. But also, like that's why you buy the cereal. The frosty cereal. They have they have uh, marshmallows in them. Delicious. Oh, you ever have yeah. the frosty cereal? Yeah, I, I do remember because you had that like first semester all the time and I'd never seen it or I'd seen it, but I'd never tried it before. And it is just Cocoa Puffs with marshmallows, but like there's just it's something not. about them. The, I've had Cocoa Puffs after the fact and Cocoa Puffs are not as good as just the uh, the chocolate puffs that are wow. in the uh, Frosty. And that is what we call the placebo effect where you tell yourself. Oh, I'm kidding. I think it's a different brand too. It probably is. Um, we got one, two. We got one, two, three, four, and five. What do we got? I feel like I gotta throw a chocolatey cereal in there. So probably, between cocoa puffs and cocoa pebbles right now. Okay, they're not gonna be both on the list. It's one or the other. 
Honestly, I'll go with both those two. Okay. Which one's four? Which one's five? Uh, Cocoa Pebbles, then Cocoa Puffs. Cocoa Cocoa Pebbles fourth, Cocoa Puffs fifth. Wow. Okay. Um, That is interesting. So I think, well, now we have to do our list. I guess we do. So I guess we can do a list now, but I guess we're going to have to simmer on a game to end with. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a draft later. So, Nick, what's your top five? Frosted Flakes at one. I like that. Mm. You want to go back and forth? Okay, yeah. So my number one, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. But that's the the only right answer in my opinion. Frosted Flakes is acceptable, but I think that the just – the OG nature, you have a good one coming up. The OG nature of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, the memories I have of that in the morning, uh, getting ready for school, the milk turning into like that cereal milk with the cinnamon. Like that's, I don't think it gets much better than that. It, it doesn't. Um, Captain Crunch, Berry Crunch. That's my number two. Ooh, that. All time. That's, all that's time a favorite. sleeper right there. I think fun, it's a big sleeper. Fun fact right here. I've never had Captain Crunch. Never. I had it at the calf. Never had that's it. That's a shame. You're, you've missed yeah. it your entire life. Yes, I have. Uh, my number two, which I'm very surprised this has not been brought up yet, Reese's Puffs. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't not, not my all-time favorite, but like at times it's my favorite. I actually didn't like peanut butter till like recently. Really? Like I didn't really like peanut butter growing up, so I never have had Reese's Puffs. Okay, so wow. I guess we're going to have to have a Captain Crunch and Reese's Puffs uh taste test. I have Reese's Puffs in in the uh, pantry, so. Ooh. Yeah. We're not going to eat it on microphone though. Um, that, that, this could turn into an ASMR podcast really could. fast. Yeah, really we, don't, we don't need that though. Um, coming in at my three. Who's my three? Crave. Okay, good pick. I'm gonna go with another kind of classic, but Honey Nut Cheerios. Again, just like one. for the memories. Yeah, like, you know, I was thinking Bear missed out on a Cheerio brand. Yeah, I, I Cheerios. I did miss out on one. Honeycomb. Duh, we were just talking about that. I know we were talking. We were talking about it though, but I didn't put it on my list. I feel like I could put it on my list at like maybe four. Or five. I would put that as an honorable mention because of what we said earlier. Yes. They changed the recipe. Like, yes. I don't think I would actively go and seek it right now, but in its prime, that's a top five cereal. Yeah, I agree. I'm trying to think of where I want to go with four now too. Um, yeah, we're gonna do it. Pops. Pops. You ever have pops? Yeah, but never like. On its own. Big fan of Pops. I've never heard of it, actually. I think it's like, because it's like the corn balls. Yep. Yeah. Um, actually, now that I think about it, we would have those like mini cereal packs camping mm-hmm. all the time. And that also just enlightened me into what my next pick is going to be. Apple oh. Oh, Apple Jacks. Corn Pops? Yeah. Bear looking it up live and yeah. rediscovering what Corn Pops are. Oh, these are good. I've... Yeah, Bear, Bear is... Bear, his list. I've never heard. I've always, ca- I've always called them corn pops. So when you said pops, I had no idea. Pops are delicious. My dad put me on the pops. Yeah, they're good. They had them at the calf. They have them at the calf. They had them. The calf, Dude, the calf is actually had some not. like solid cereals. They've had cinnamon toast crunch always recently. Good to know. Yeah, they yeah. stepped up their cereal game. I'm yeah. glad that's where our budget money's yeah. going. Yeah, some I, good milk too. Huh? Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. After like every meal. Not getting ice cream or anything. I'm just getting like two or three bowls of cereal. That's a man right there. A lot of the guys do that where instead of going for, you know, a dessert or an ice cream, like getting a good bowl of cereal, especially like 
Well, you don't know him. Yeah. Nothing better. Hits. Nothing better. Rounded um, off your neck. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Fruity Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles. Yeah. Yeah. No words. I mean, it's pretty self explanatory. We talked about it a little bit. Like, that's just, it's an old reliable. It, yeah. Very, very reliable. Really hard to mess up. I'm trying to see where I want to wrap up my picks. I'm upset I don't have anything cinnamon flavored in mine, but I'm okay with it. No CTC is definitely bold. Yeah, yeah it's not. Yeah, I, I was. I didn't grow up a huge fan of the cinnamon. It, it was overpowering as a kid. I felt cinnamon sugar. Yes, straight cinnamon like that. The sugar was there, but it was more more cinnamon. I would entirely disagree. I would say that like it was that very yo. Where did you? Do? Bear just showed this like photo of cinnamon toast crunch rolls. I I wanted, is it to, is I wanted it? to ask you guys see if is this the cereal that you were talking about? Absolutely not, but well, it looks the cereal. Yeah, all right, but that looks incredible. It's available in Oxford Valley, wherever that is. Road That's trip, cool. pot on the road, um, pot on the road. Yeah, I'm trying. Oh, where do I want to? Where do I want to go here? Round it off, Richie. With number five, we'll I'm get thinking, into our next topic. Thinking deep in Frosted Flakes. Frosted Flakes is your five? Frosted Flakes. That's a, that's a great way to end a list. I think also, like, it's the entire gamut. I have my classics. Uh-huh. I have my chocolate peanut butter. Yes, right there. That one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, that they that exact box. They were so guess. Kellogg's Cinnabon. If you're listening right now, look it up. And if you have had it, you will know right away. Oh, my God. Like, I can I can taste it. Just it, think yeah, about it. Delicious. That was the perfect cereal. We need it back. Hey, Kellogg, if wait you are minute, listening. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you going to tell me it still exists? It up funk. Shipping arrives April 25th. Are you going to order it? No. But yeah. if, <laughs> if mean, you... Two-day shipping. Nick, we might have to have a serious conversation about this. We could. Let's buy, like, Dude, we could buy. Yeah, we could buy, like, units. We start start our own it. store. A Cinnabon location. Franchise. And then you can make your donuts and sell them on the side. Holy shit. Or we just like Ponzi scheme. <laughs> I mean, we do have sitting right behind us is the uh, Stratton Oakmont flag. So we can shout definitely out get Wolf of Wall Street. Shout out uh, Jordan Belfort. Jordan Belfort. We can definitely get, uh, get something scheming. But yeah, that, that's a good. I like I that. like all the list. Yeah. I like our list. I think we, we cover a good gamut if there's a cereal that we missed. Let us know, uh, but I think that we have that. That's a perfect combination, right? Yeah, there. yeah. Don't be don't be scared to share your list with us. Absolutely. I mean, it was just like the amount of I will say just recap of episode one. The amount of random texts I got of people saying avocado filled me with so much joy that yeah. people listened all the way to the end. It was nice just walking walking to wherever I was going and be like, "Yeah, man, avocado." Yeah. Like, and it's like one of those where. If you know, you know. Yeah. And so I'd, I'd bring it up where it's like, yeah, the amount of avocado texts I've gotten. And people are like, wait, what? Why are people texting you avocado? I'm like, you didn't listen to the podcast. Yeah. Like, yeah, think up dummy. That's sad. Yeah, one of those. All right, Bear Evans. Who was your first crush? Like, famous celebrity. I don't <sighs> care about your schoolgirl crushes. You can tell us about that too, though. You could, but like, she's we're not here for that. Me. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe like I don't know. That's all right. Mine, mine was Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Oh, that's that's a good pick. I think it was 
Might have been Debbie Ryan. Debbie Ryan. Way back hey, in the day. Jesse. Jesse, Jesse or Sweet Life? Well, first Sweet Life yeah. and then Jesse. Yeah. Also, um, oh my God. I can see her face. That's it, Raven? No, not Raven Simone. Oh my God. I'm going to be pissed because I'm going to realize it. I'm going to remember the name in like an hour or two. It was a blonde. I, Margot Robbie? Ashley Tinsdale. Wasn't my crush as a kid, but um, it wasn't Ashley Tinsdale now. Uh, I, again, it's going to be on the tip of my tongue for the rest of the episode, and I'm going to remember the second we stop recording. But it was some young blonde actor from Disney Channel. <laughs> Anywho, there. Uh, <laughs> what do you got? I'd say probably either got to go with Jennifer Aniston. Or Margot Robbie. As your child? Okay. Nick is about to say something right now. I'm trying to think of who you were thinking of. I'm, my gears are turning. It's been a, it's been a long weekend. So the brain is not doing too well. Do you see her too? Hillary Duff? No, 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 no. Now you're really going to get me. Hillary Duff. I actually want to change my answer to Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff is a great answer. I feel like like, I was young, young when I first saw her. Also, didn't she get into like a lot of trouble like recently in the past couple years? That was like Amanda Bynes. Yeah. uh, I feel like I heard something about Hillary Duff doing some bad stuff too. Yeah. All the childhood actors. Yeah. They they find themselves in a rough spot. Macaulay Culkin. Duff Cameron. Dove oh. Cameron, what a great, great pick! Let's go! I'm Kicking so happy that I got that. Yeah, that's a, that's, yeah. that's yeah. a great pick. Yeah. Oh my gosh, her name was uh, it was Olivia, in Kicking It. Her name was OG Olivia in Kicking It. I'm an OG fan. Good. Kicking It was a great show. Yeah, let me let me hear your top five Disney Disney shows, or just not Disney, just shows that you watched as a kid. <sighs> this will say a lot about you. Man, I'm not sure. Um, How old are you right now? What year were you born? I'm 19. I was born 2003. 2003. So we had a very similar childhood. I'm an OG not like, baby Not as like well. you're a 2004 baby. What's like, not even like a top five, but if you had to put on one Disney movie and you wanted to sit back, relax, it's been a long day, you want to enjoy a Disney movie, which one are you choosing? I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think, man. Put me on the spot. I know I'm gonna say something, and I'm, I'm gonna like go and see something on Disney Plus and be like, "Oh shit!" Like I should have picked that. Uh-huh. Um, Hercules is pretty good. Gonna say Hercules. Let's Hercules, go. Hercules. That was a, okay. That was a movie I didn't really watch growing up. I saw it for the first time when I was like a sophomore, junior in high school, and I love it. Like it's great, great music, good. Like the graphics. This is the video media nerd in me coming out but like the graphics for the time are awesome the other one that i was thinking of was tarzan tarzan is an underrated the lion king lion king yeah okay but that that would be mine the original or the new one i think both are great okay that is a hot take the new one i've seen the new one the live action Uh, yeah i thought it was god awful well, it's the same story, just live action. And it, well, it's the same story, but it's pretty they, cool how it's live action. Somehow they well, actually, I'll tell you why I think it was god awful. I was really pissed off that they screwed up. Be prepared, the song they fumbled that one so hard. Understandable. The one where like Scar, because in the animated, obviously, like it's epic. 
and it's like it's his villain song and it's the best villain song in all of Disney and I I will stand on that mountain saying that so when I got to the live action movie I think it was me and my sister might have been just us two and we're watching that right after Be Prepared I turned her and I was like what the fuck was that I was furious and the rest of the movie it just threw me off because I was like this is what I was this is why I love this movie because of this iconic scene this iconic song and you absolutely threw it into the dumpster alright Bear what's a question I could ask you do you got any questions actually yeah I think let's start to get into our like kind of recap of really this past weekend but like last week in general because it was a pretty big week for us as uh, in a pretty big part of our season. So, Bear, actually, I'll just throw this at you right away. You you get a lot of playing time. You are one of our starting defensemen. What is that, like, what was that feeling like in your first game when you stepped out there and you heard your name come up on the loudspeaker as, like, starting at defense number eight, Bear Evans? What, like, what goes through your head there? Um, I mean... The first time I'd like really started was I think our starting defenseman at the time. I think it was yeah, Jake Cavanaugh. Um, Cav was like super sick before the F and M game and uh he ended up not being able to come. And I remember like the coaches they like told me like, uh, you're starting and they told me in like warm ups. So like I was like, Oh man, like now I'm stressing, like I was thinking I would go in like middle of the first like end of second or end of like first middle of second thinking like okay like i'll get like some time but i'm not gonna get like a ton and then they told me i'm sorry and i'm stressing i mean i ended up not playing great but i mean it was amazing to feel like see that happen i think you played good enough because you had the starting job the next week so that's that's usually a plus um but kind of taking that, and we've had a couple really big games earlier on in the season, playing Lynchburg, tough loss there, Dickinson, and then Tufts was like the other massive games for us as a program. Going into that, because our first game was Haverford, and we handled our job very well. Uh, it was a lot better of a game than last year. Last year was pretty close. Um, I want to say it was like 10-6 final score maybe 11-6, and then this year it was like 19-8, to eight, something like that. Uh, going into that Lynchburg game, first time playing a ranked opponent, having to do like an in-depth film session, kind of, you know, you know, the energies are just different for those kinds of games. Was that ever like when you were on the field, did you kind of, were you able to live in that moment a little bit of like, holy shit, like this is, this is real, like I, I'm here, especially so early on in your career. I mean, honestly, like, I didn't expect to play at, like, at all my freshman year. So, like, I was talking to my dad about this, and he was, like, explaining it. Like, I'm on borrowed time, I think he said the term was. And it's, like, you didn't expect this to happen. You didn't think you'd start this year, but look at you. Just enjoy every moment of it. So, when we played Lynchburg, I was just having a ball. I think, remember, I think it was that game or Dickinson. I remember I, like, came around, like, the, the kid was trying to pick up a ground ball. I came around the side and whacked his stick and snapped it in half in, like, one check. And that was probably the highlight of my career. So, it's been great. 
You are a beast. Thank you. Yeah, we definitely enjoy on the sideline getting our Bear Evans chance going, especially when you crossed over the midline against, I forget who it was. I think it was a conference game. You were lined up to score, and I was ready to literally storm the field or, like, get as close as I could there. I was about to explode, and then I I think you shot it, and it was, like, one of those where – a popcorn save like the goal got it i was like god we're so close um but that's that's your typical long pull and transition um how many did you ever score goals in high school it's probably a stupid question never never i've never scored a goal other than the only time i've scored a goal was this summer in a men's league wow so you knew your job yeah and i threw that ball so slow i'm like shocked that the goalie didn't save it i knew the goalie and like he went to Garner Valley too, and he like was a part of like we'd like come help our team and like was a part of the team. So I scored on him, and I was chirping him a little bit and let him hear it. And I was like, dude, how did you not save that? It was like a sixty mile an hour shot, not even. But that's the only time I've scored. Do you so, think he let you score? <coughs> what's up? Do you think he let you score? What do you mean? Do you think he let you score? Oh, like, honestly. No, because I remember I was talking to him, and he's like, yeah, like, I com- I thought that was, like, going out. Like, I really did not put, like, a ton of effort into saving that because I thought it was past that. I love that. So, scenario time. Next Wednesday, playing Gwyn and Mercy. You get a sick turnover, pick up a ground ball, open field. You get the green light, you step over, you're running the break. Guy doesn't slide you. Where are you putting the ball? Oh, man. Honestly... I can't aim that well, so I'm just hoping it doesn't hit the goalie. I don't, I'm just kind of pulling it and hoping it hits the net. You know, I'm not a, I'm not an LSM. I'm not a, I'm not a close to uh, close uh, defenseman. But running a fast break when it's a four v three, and you're coming down full head of steam, you have a long pull. I feel like you have like the only thing you have to do is look, throw a fake. The defenseman is going to bite because he thinks you're going to pass. He doesn't think you're going to shoot it. And then that's when you wind up and let one crank from 15 out. That is the Nick Mormando special in 54 full field. That's what I – yeah. It's, I, don't, it I don't play the position, but I'm obviously going down. I go down the alley and I shoot it. But if you're a deep defenseman, just run up, throw the fake. One, two, let it rip. You've seen, you've seen um, Husey do it. You've Count. seen Count do it plenty of times. I'm sure Deluxe did it back in the day. Toluca probably did it behind the back, too, because it's time yeah, to Luca. it's time to Luca, dude. Come on now. Yeah, but, like, I, I don't know. I th- and, obviously, I think you're going to get the chance against Wooded. So. Yeah, so, I hope. so basically, I take notes. Um, so, tomorrow, when we're doing 54 full field or something, and you get the ground ball, full head of steamer off that field. Full head of steamer off that field. Throw that fake. Watch Blake turn your nut bite, and then let it rip. And when, when you do, we're going to go ballistic. Uh, Get so high if I scored. I'm not gonna lie. And then, and then when everyone listens to this on Wednesday, they're like, "Yo, that's why Bear did that." Like I never saw that before. Yeah, never thought he had that part of his Nick game. Mormando was a genius. Yeah, said it here first. Yeah, Mormando is a genius. It's like the UFC game. You can predict if you're gonna knock the guy out or submit him. I'm predicting that is how one of our polls score. If they listen, that's how it's gonna happen. I think the odds are definitely <laughs> in their favor. I would agree. But kind of switching gears again. So we had a pretty 
I guess normal week of practice for the first time in a while. Five days. It was yeah, four days, just full three hour sessions, everything like that. And on, I think it was well, really even Monday through Thursday, we were doing a lot of heavy scout work. Where that's when Nick and I get to shine because we are on our scout scout team. We're we're the scout snipers. snipers. We get to go out on our starting defense and you know just run the other team's plays, all that fun stuff. And it's like honestly, Loki, the highlight of my week because you're away from it's it's a zone where it's okay to like screw up really. Like, it's not terribly serious, and you can have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, and it's awesome because the defense is – they don't know what they're expecting, right? We are college cross players. We know what we're doing. We can run a play. It's not hard. And then we run it, and it's like, oh, shit. Like, thank God you guys saw that from us because if you didn't, they're going to score 10 goals on you. There was the one day against Dickinson where we were running their scout, I want to say man up, and my job, I was a lefty pinch guy. And I had like one read. It was either throw the ball forward or throw a skip back pass across. I hear the word skip pass. I have to throw it. That's just, that's my game. I'm a big look at you, look off, throw the skip pass. Um, So I I, I was doing that. And I think I had it like two or three times in a row. And DeLuca was getting pissed at whoever was the long pole. I think it was, I think it was, it hundred percent was because, um, after like the third time, DeLuca was like, okay, uh, Friggy, throw that skip pass again. Gers, knock it down. So everybody knows what's going to happen. Throw the ball down to me. I get it. Skip ball goes right through Gers. You're passing the ball to me too. It was a rope. And we were just crying laughing. Like it was, it was hilarious. And like we're starting to get juiced up because we have one of the best days of yeah, it was it was fun being a scout offense. It, it was fun for us. It was awful for the defense, I assume, because yeah. um, the coaches were kind of getting ticked off. And that happened. That same skip ball I was told to throw it like ten times in a row, and they kept just being like, "All right, Gers, like try to knock it down." Okay, Gers, get out. Uh, Cow, try to knock it down. Okay, Cow, get out. Corbin, <laughs> try to knock it down. Corbin, get out. And then I think at the end they put like they put Baron Hughes in too. And that's when, that's when Corbin was like, oh, no, it's just Fridge. It's it's just him. And DeLuca was like, no offense, Fridge. Their lefty attackman is going to be way better than him. So, like, if he's getting this through, we have a problem. And I was kind of just like, that's a really backhanded compliment, but I'll take it, I guess. Um, I also did just throw the ball through our defense six times. Yeah. You know, but, but the Dickinson guy will do so much better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we had our, our, our scout sessions throughout the week, but other than that, it was pretty normal, definitely up and down. I mean, lacrosse practice. And then we get to Friday. Friday is when we take the long three hour bus drive down to Maryland. We were playing Salisbury, the number two team in the country. And it was, I think we left at like peak traffic, like two o'clock, yeah. seven o'clock game. So the bus ride down was definitely brutal and it was pretty long i remember it was like 30 minutes just down to like my part of town before we got on the highway and i was just like jesus yeah we went down we've been here for only 30 minutes you go down through delaware and then like you're at the all of maryland yeah pretty much and it was all of delaware it it was definitely a haul 
But um, I don't think anything crazy really happened on the bus ride there because we're. I thought our vibes were really strong. Yeah, I mean, we had to turn the music off. I do we got that. to Salisbury, music turned on, and then we had to turn off the music. Yeah, we were playing some uh, some inappropriate stuff, and uh, the boys were vibing though. They were. Oh, the funniest part about the bus ride was how we had to have a bunch of guys go in a van that was driven by our assistant coaches. And before we left on Friday, Hughesy, our captain, sent out a message in our group. He was like, like this message if you'd volunteer to ride in the van. And then 15 guys liked the message. Because it said, you're going to ride with DeLuca, Tucker, and Fop. And we, when I first saw that, I was, I was looking yeah. like, yo, do I want to ride in the van for this trip? Like, that kind of sounds dope. And then I thought about it again, and I was like, actually, no, being on the bus is so much better. But being on the bus is lit. It just like it sucks. It's not not very comfortable. After a little bit, yeah, like, my legs get very sore on like a super long ride. Yeah, like it's it's not the best, but I take that over a van. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, um, that was hilarious. Where everybody wanted to ride in the van, we finally like everyone loads up on the bus, and it turns out I thought that they would make all the freshmen go in the vans. Usually, that's that's how it would work. But it ended up being where it was Blake and Johnny didn't get their seats on the bus because they walked out super late. And I think Colf was like, all right, do we have all the seats filled? Which they weren't. Like, we had two open seats. But they, they were just like, all right, you guys are going on the bus or on the van. And it was like them, Damo, Dietro, a couple of our, our face-off guys. Um, and then there was like, there was a chant because Waldo had one of the seats next to him open and somebody had the idea of like, yo, Waldo, like you should go on the van, something like that. You know, cause we just like give Waldo a hard time. I remember I came out of absolutely nowhere and I was just like screaming on the bus all in favor of Waldo going on the van, say I, and then the entire bus said I, and I don't think I've felt more um, proud of a like just kind of quick joke like that ever and everybody was in on it um but yeah that that was funny so we get down there for game time nick what was your feeling heading into the locker room there very confident very confident i thought we warmed up very well i thought we were hot um yeah i mean cole cole fairly just said focus on the first 15 minutes and then let that take us um you know, I I thought that was a great game plan. I thought, you know, go in, just focus on these first 15 minutes, hold them to whatever we can hold them to, score some goals ourselves, and then, you know, we got 45 more minutes. But Because that was our problem against Lynchburg yeah. Dickinson. Yeah. Was we – First quarter. First quarter and first half right. for Lynchburg, we went down 8-0. Yeah. First quarter in Dickinson, we went down 7-1. So, like, just ha- not having a good start. Yeah. And unfortunately, carried into this game, too, where we had a really rough first half. Yeah, and one of the things that, like, like emphasize it is we had, what, more shots at the end of the game? We, we had the same amount of shots at halftime. We had probably, I don't know, maybe two less shots than they did at the end of the first. But we, we, were, we had we were neck and neck. We had shots. And then, I don't know, I mean, goalie made some saves. Some of the shots just hit people before they got to the net. Some of the shots missed. 
but yeah, we just couldn't bury him. Yeah. Bear, what was your experience like? Because you said that you toured Salisbury and visited with them um, or they were recruiting you. What was that experience like coming off the bus, going in the locker room and then heading out on the field where it's like, whoa, like, again, kind of like what I said for the Lynchburg game. It's like this. I'm here. Like, this is I'm, I'm about to play on this field. Like, what was that like? I mean, I was ready to go. Like, I was like. The entire bus ride down. Actually, the entire bus ride down, I was, like, trying not to hype myself up and get, like, ready for the game. Because I knew if I did that, then, like, game time would come and I'd, like, gas out all my energy just putting it into, like, the bus ride. But, like, I know a couple of kids on Salisbury as well. And, like, I just, I mean, I wanted to win really badly. I, But playing out there, I mean, them and Tufts are the fastest teams I've seen, like, ever. So, playing against them, honestly, it just, like, makes me, like, feels like I'm a way better player because of it, just because I've seen so much from those two games. I would 100% agree when, and I mean, this comes from a guy who doesn't play, but after playing Tufts, that is, like, a marker in our season of, like, when stuff really changed. Like, just the way that we're playing and the way that we're practicing, like we really tried to emulate their style because it was like seeing that in person was very eye opening. Yeah. Like, whoa, this is what it's like to be a top tier Division three lacrosse team. Just and like, trying to get faster. And arguably, like Tufts could compete at D one. We have that conversation a lot in the locker room where it's like Tufts could probably be ranked in the top twenty. I think if they became D1, they'd, they'd have the players that would go there that they buffer between the, all right, I have the D1 offers, but I have I have all the D3 offers, but I have a few D1 offers. I'm going D1. I think if Tufts was D1, it'd be like, yeah, I'm going to Tufts. Like, one of those things. I don't know if they're going to, if they're a Hopkins or a Virginia or something like that the first five years, but they could definitely build. And I think it, it would also just be like getting the reps against those top tier teams because they've played Dartmouth and they've handled them pretty well. Yeah. And same with who else they've actually played Dartmouth and maybe Harvard, I want to say. Brown. Yes, it was Brown. It's Brown. They beat both. And, and Brown was like obviously a really good team last year and like they're kind of on more of a down this year, but like Brown is a solid Ivy League team. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see them against like Penn, a Penn or a Yale. That's I want to see them against that or like an ACC school. Yeah, like yeah. A, a UNC, uh, a Syracuse. Yeah, to see what the difference is there, like how far are they off? Yeah, right. Or if they're not off at all, right? Like, is that a I don't know twenty twenty game, twenty twenty one game? I don't know. I mean, they they have the skill and. Like you said, they just play at a pace that is really yeah. hard to match when you're not used to it. They're so unconventional. And how they play, too. I mean, it's not – I mean, they have an offense, obviously, but it's so transition-based, so fast. Like, they're – all right, ground ball, pass, 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 goal. And also, they're just, like – they're so creative. Very. And it all it all works out. Like, you think with the style of play that they run, they'd have, like, 100 turnovers a game. But they don't. They keep it to under, like, 20, even under 10 in some games. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never forget – the there was their lefty their attacking our midi who was on our side of the fi- field during the game and he was coming up the hash like right by the box line this was right in front of us 
and he like looks over across the field, scans, and then throws one of the most wicked BTB passes I've ever seen because it was a blue ball. It just went straight up. It had an arc on it. It was slow moving. It and was, it was perfect. It was one of those where I was like, where is this ball going? Like it's probably out of bounds. Like maybe he mistimed it, something with his like wrist, and it lands in the stick of a cutting player and they bury it. That was the moment where I'm like, this team is different. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all on the same page 100% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. So back to Salisbury, you were guarding Jude Brown, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. Jude, watching him, he's one of the most creative feeders I've seen in a while, especially at D3. And I was enjoying a lot watching the film leading up to this game, kind of seeing his style because he's a very good, like, two-way. He can dodge at you. He's got the quick uh, split dodge, and he can get to the goal. But mainly, he's just able to read a defense so well and throw some of the most insane balls onto the crease or, like, finding a cutter that, that I've really seen. Uh, what was that like, not only in the preparation side, but getting down there and like on the field, cause he did have some crazy feeds inside where I'm like, well, there's no way that should have worked. And the guy in the crease just had like some of the best hands I've ever seen. But like from your perspective, like what did you see that made him so special? It's, I mean, he's a grad student, so he's had the years. I mean, he wasn't like, he was uh, like one-on-one dodging he was very good but like that wasn't what surprised me because i knew that was gonna like i knew he was gonna be a good dodger what surprised me was i think it was one time i was in his hands the entire time like i'm making sure like if he's throwing a ball like i'm contesting it a little bit and he goes and i overcommit for one step and he gets his hands free for literally one second and immediately feeds a ball to a kid on the crease like i was just like I don't know what I'm supposed to do there. Like, I get beat for not even a second. He already fed the ball. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, like what we were just saying. Like, that makes us – it puts into context, like, where we are as a team and, like, where we want to be. Because, like, I look at that player, like Jack Boyden. Like, I love watching Jack Boyden play because I'm like, that's exactly what I want to be, which, like, obviously because he's – leading right now probably the pick for offensive player of the year in d3 but it's like just seeing his style of game how fluid he is how composed he stays in certain moments like that's what i want to turn my career into yeah um and like that's what we aspire to get to yeah. even, um, even, even cross for air i mean and obviously i was kind of surprised i don't know if this was just me from the sideline but i thought he had a really quiet game he 100 did yeah did you, he was, played very, very well. It wasn't I, like he was having turnovers or anything like that. He had good dodges, because, very poised. Because we knew where he was yeah. at all times. That was the big thing last year in the playoffs when we played them. He had, I think, six goals, maybe six seven. Yeah. And a lot of them were just him coming up the hash off those like razor picks that they like to do. And our game plan was like switch everything, and we just weren't. Uh, I, I still remember – Call for like yelling out at uh at Deluca and Kyle and just being like, are why aren't we switching? Like why aren't we doing what we talked about? And um, but seeing him out there on the field, it's fun to watch in person, to say the least. Anyways, 
we have a rough first half. I think we go down. It was 11 1. Yeah. It, it was just one of those where a lot was going right for them. And when we got down on our end, we were doing our stuff. Like you said, we were getting our shots. We just couldn't get them to fall. Our one goal was a fast break step down from Dale, which also they were shutting off Dale in the first part of the game, which I found very interesting because they did that to the guy on Stockton, who's like their leading scorer, one of the top scorers in D3. And he just turned into like an off-ball wizard. And I saw Dill trying to do the same thing. And it, it, it was working slightly, but it was so, it, it was just weird that we couldn't get anything to go our way, which kept either missing the cage or like the goalie would make, if not a sick save, just like a really simple save. And like, yeah. all right, pop, go, fast break. And then they get their offense cooking. Or the ball would just hit them. True. Not like he made a save. Or like uh, some of our turnovers too. Like we did have some kind of clearing stuff. But other than that, it was just one of those where it was like a series of unfortunate events. Yeah. And it just kind of kept looking at the scoreboard. It's like, we're not out of this though. Like it, it is 11-1. Like theoretically, we're getting blown out, which we were. But you look at all the stats and like Kolf said it and at halftime, he's like, we're basically even with them. Like everything is saying that we should be in this game. Why are we not? Yeah. And I think that, that was a big question. But second half went a lot better for us yeah. offensively. We started to bury the ball. Connor Hur has had one of the sickest goals. Great goal. I, I think of the season for us. So Dill again was playing the off ball role here. I think he was getting shot at the time. Connor's at X. Dill set like a perfect razor pick gets has he come in up the hash and it's a was it a lefty goalie yeah it was because it was right over his stick yeah, uh, yeah it was still either so way high. it was as he's coming up the left hash he throws it was a jump shot and it went right into the top left corner like perfect it was near side everything it was sweet uh and that was again just like a great juice goal as he always has those because his energy was the behind the back that was another one in the third quarter. Tommy Vaughn hit a gross behind-the-back uh, shot. And I loved it because DeLuca, like, turned around to us. And he said, like, yeah, that's on a pre-practice, like, creative finishing. So it's something that we were doing a lot. And it's like, yeah, coach, it's all because of you. That was not Tommy Vaughn. Um, but, yeah, so tough one there. And then, like, the vibe in the locker room after the game was so – it was tough because yeah. not only was it a long road trip, it was a pretty long day, really tough game. We knew we had to get back on the bus. We were going to a hotel, we wake up in the morning, in, play the next day at 1. It was, I think, what, 14 hours we said? I don't even want to talk about very, very much, honestly. So I I think we have to. Because, we do, but like I don't care to talk about the game. Yeah. I mean, it was – So what was, Salisbury, the final, what was the final score? Nineteen six. Nineteen six was the final score. We wanted to we wanted to start um, what thirty minutes early because yeah. we had really bad weather coming in. So we ended up starting at twelve thirty. Game was supposed to start at one, but you know everybody compromised and said twelve thirty would, would be good. So we start the game. What was it? Get get to the third, all the way to the third. It was like ten minutes into the third quarter because there was six twenty one on the clock. Yeah, it is a horrible game. Like, we are not playing well yeah. at all. Rough day. I mean, starters, everybody just came off of a game the previous night. Didn't even have 24 hours of recovery, and we're playing a game, you know, 
not not going great. You know, um, weather starts to roll in. The ref sees lightning. He calls it. So Marymount, their their uh, their fields are off campus. Um, about I think like 10, 15 minutes away from the university, but they're in the middle of the city, and there's no locker rooms. So we had to get back on the bus. So half of us take our equipment off. Most of most of the guys kept their shit on. Um, we just huddled back in this bus. So now you have what 57, 60 guys in this bus, all sweaty, smelly, just sitting there, not knowing when we're going to go back out, wondering if we're going to continue to play, if we're if we can just go home if we can eat, like what's going on. And, you know, there'd be a good stretch of 15 minutes where nobody saw anything and then lightning struck again. So you had to add more time on and it got really annoying. Finally, um, one of the coaches came into um, the bus, shout out uh, Coach DeLuca. And he told us the game plan. We ended up resuming play at 345. Uh, Yeah. And, And after the weather delay, we certainly started to play a lot better. Yeah, we played much better. I don't know if it was something about we on the bus. You said it. The worst part was we didn't know what yeah, the plan was. I was snacking. Oh yeah, and we ran out of snacks. I'm pretty sure, yeah. like at halfway through or something. No water. Like that. People didn't have their phones. Oh Someone my could have got struck by lightning. <laughs> Nick, you have to tell about um, Brady if you're if you're listening. Like this is that is the most. I wouldn't say the most mad I've seen in a while, but like frustrated I've seen Brady when he was, so we're on the bus, we load in and he forgets his phone. He just wanted his phone underneath the bus. So he goes up and he asks the bus driver, Hey, can you open up the door? Like I'm trying to go get my phone. Our head coach is sitting right in front of him or is at the front. And he's like, you're not going outside. Like you're going to get struck by lightning. Brady's kind of like, are you, are you serious, man? Like, I'm going to go grab my phone, which is probably, let's say, 30, maybe 45 feet away. And I'm going to run my back. It might be a minute if I'm really slow. Yeah. And Colf just was not budging. Understandable, though. Like, yes. Know. Like, you do have to be straight. Head coach perspective. Um, and so Brady gets back, and he's, like, just fuming, just kind of talking about. The man like, doesn't have his phone. Doesn't know how long he's going to be there. <laughs> exactly. And he was like, yo, I'm just trying to, like, call my dad or something. Or blah, blah, blah. Uh, Cole Snyder goes up. He tries to get something from under the bus. Cole again says, no, you're going to get struck by lightning. As Cole's walking back, Brady's like, you going to get struck by lightning too? <laughs> just kind of, like, <laughs> being a smart ass. Uh, and then Connor Watts, his dad, and Watts is from Colorado. His dad and brother, I want to say, um, they came up to watch the game. They, Came out outside of the bus. Watts went up, asked the guy to open up the door. Opened up the door. He went out, hugged his dad, and Brady is fuming. He's like, oh, so he's not going to get struck by lightning. Um, Richie turns around. Cole, Cole, Connor Watts isn't going to get struck by lightning. It's so funny. That was uh, the rain delay memory. Yeah. uh, People were just pissed and patient. We were so done. Yeah. Like, I don't think we wanted to continue play. We had to because I'd much rather have continued play than have to drive back down there. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, we, yeah. We got that, it done. That game was actually horrible. I like. I remember sitting there, the, what was it, at least two hours we had to wait? I th- I th- it was definitely an hour. Definitely an hour. I don't know if it was two. I think it was closer to 
just an hour, but it felt like three forty-five. So we probably played. We got yeah, it was probably probably an hour, probably an hour and a half. Maybe. Hour and a half. Yeah, that was horrible. Cause I remember I'm sitting there. Luckily, I had my phone. I left it in my bag on the bus. I grabbed my phone. And I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, oh, my God, I want to go home. Like, at this point, we're not going to get home till like, 8. And we all were like, well, like, that means, like, we're spending our entire day here. We, so, like, I'm sitting there soaking wet from the rain, just hoping and hoping. We didn't hear any information for an hour if it was an hour and a half. So, we didn't hear any information until, like, the last second. We're all just, like, done. All our energy's, like, gone, like. We just played a game. We're all gassed now because we like have been sitting here for an hour and a half. We all just—I wanted to go home. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, it was the energy that already wasn't there yeah. because when we like showed up, breakfast to the field, wasn't that good. Oh, okay, yeah. Now we're gonna talk. Breakfast burrito was great. What? Yeah, I wish I got a burrito. Everyone the burrito was, was delicious. So we uh we stayed overnight at a hotel. We left Salisbury and drove like what an hour? Yeah, about an hour. Uh, north closer because our second game was in Washington, D.C. And so we stay at this hotel. It was what? Best Western Plus. We get in. I will say on the bus ride over, they sent the room assignments. When I saw Goss's text and I, I was like scanning through finding my name, I saw it was Fridge, Marmando, Missouri, which is Nate. Uh, I literally popped up i was like no way and it was the trio. right it was right as nate read it too and he's like oh my god fridge man no let's go because that was the one thing i was i wouldn't say terrified of but like you want to get a good room you need a good yeah, room we had a good room me and nate shared that king size bed we got into the what room a cuddle. the first thing that we <laughs> did big spoon? uh he was the big spoon ah, okay. he hopped into bed he was like Miranda, who's the big spoon tonight and i was like uh well, I'm not moving, so you can be the big spoon. And he was like, yes. <laughs> yeah, we, we got into the room. The first thing we did was we decided who would get the – there was a king bed and a pull-out couch. And so I had the idea, yo, let's go on wheeldecide.com, spin a wheel, and whoever lands on it, like they can get the, the bed to themselves. So we spin it, and everyone gets a turn to, like, touch it. Like, it, it, it was funny. Lands on me, so I was like, well, let's go. Uh, bet to myself. That's clutch. Then the next thing was for shower. And it was me and Nate were going to do rock, paper, scissors. We did a best of three. Came back and won that one. So I was starting off my night on fire. Um, and the, the rest of the night, we were just kind of like sitting back, chopping it up. Jake Cavanaugh came in our room. What a guy. Yeah, that was the surprise of the night because it was like probably 11.45, I want to yeah. say. We are kind of toning down, probably ready to go to bed soon. He comes in, we just start talking for like an hour and a half. And it, again, just great conversations. Yeah, one of the boys. Like a, a memory from like travel lacrosse that I always had was just those hotel stuff. Yeah. Like, did you guys ever do that for tournaments? Yeah. Guys- Only once. I mean, I always stayed in a hotel for a tournament, but it was like our team didn't like organize. Oh no, we, we were all staying here. did you have, did you room with your teammates? So yeah, it was oh, like lucky. we didn't have chaperones. It was our coaches. I guess we did have some chaperones, but like when we flew out, the the one that I remember vividly is we came out to Philly my sophomore year, and we stayed in a hotel in KOP. It's like four or five guys to a room. Everybody had to like there was nobody sleeping on the floor. 
Uh, they made that clear because they came and did bed checks. But it was two guys to a bed. If you had the room with five, you had to do three to a bed. And on the one in Philly, we went out to Panera Bread for dinner or something. It, it had to be dinner because it was right as they were about to close. And when they're about to close, they have to sell all their baked goods and like their bread. So we left that place with probably $200, $250 worth of bread, cookies, and everything. We all went into – it happened to be my room, but we all piled into this room and we had a bread party where we were just like – this one guy, I think it was um, Nate Drackleby. He was determined to take down an entire loaf of sour bread, sourdough bread by himself. <laughs> he made it about halfway through before he was like, wow, this is not a good idea. Uh, and then he, I think he actually got really sick for the game the next day. But th- there's like little things that I I loved about travel across were, were the rooms. And so it's like kind of cool when you do hit the lottery and you, you get a good group of guys. And you can kind of just make those, those simple memories of like something as a division three cross play that like it won't stand out, but it'll always be something we remember like more than the result of the game uh, or like the long bus ride. Just like being able to have fun. Uh, in the hotel. Bear, what was your room like? Uh, my room was me, Thames, and Blake. And it was a pretty good room. We just kind of hung out. Uh, Blake said he wanted the pull-out couch, so he got the pull-out couch. Me and Thames got the bed. I I slept great, but the entire night we were kind of just sitting there watching basketball and then playing, like, who, what player went where. So, like, you said, like, Zion Williamson, you just guess and see, like, guess what college you went to. That's the most Dan Thames game I've ever heard in my life. Drew Brees. Purdue. I got no clue. Marcus Mariota. Oregon. Oh, I actually did know that. Johnny Manziel. Alabama? Oh, Oklahoma. 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 Pat Evans. University of Minnesota. Goat. That was a (laughs) toss-up. But... Yeah, the hotel experience was fine. We get up in the morning, and we we already sent in our order form like earlier in the week for our breakfast. You had to decide from like a bagel. Uh, it was like an everything and bagel. Yes, not just a bagel. An everything bagel, bacon, egg, and cheese, sausage, egg, and cheese, or like a breakfast. Bread. That's what sold me. Was it was an everything bagel? And so I thought the bagels are so good. I thought the exact same thing. Ah. I was like, this is gonna be great. Um, Nick, I think you're gonna be the perfect guy to to sum this up. What was the bagel experience like for you? It was a crappy bagel. It was a thick and non-savory bagel. Really? It wasn't everything I was looking for. It was It was Pun not intended. Yeah. Um, so I actually didn't have that big of a complaint about the bagel. I'm also not the a cheese. Season. Wasn't great. The bacon. I'm not. That's a like season. dollar store bacon. Yeah. Not, you know, I don't. I don't remember the place. I hate to diss on them, but it it wasn't great. I think they were they were really well known for that coffee. And they need to stick to that because the bagel stuff was just not going well. But the breakfast burrito, everyone was going nuts about I it. I wish I got it was so burrito. good. I got that. It was eggs, cheese, potatoes, bacon, and sausage in it. Not, you guys were talking about this. I was thinking about. I, I was looking at the time. Realized District Taco is still open. If you guys have ever had that, yes, I have. Oh, they have the best breakfast burrito again with the chorizo sausage. It's so good. But back to the other burrito, it was. I mean, that thing was so good. I killed it in probably two seconds. The The standout MVP of that breakfast, though, was the Continental from the hotel. Obviously, the coffee. Gotta have my morning cup of joe. 
uh, especially when I'm traveling. But uh, the strawberries that they had out, me and Jake Goss, obviously I saw them. I was like, I could use some strawberries in my life. When they had like these little like serving plates that were like maybe the size of my hand and flat. So you could get like 10 strawberries on there. I did the pro move and said, I'm going to go get a bowl from the cereal area. Come bring that over here, fill it up with strawberries. Goss saw me do that. And he actually like something clicked in his head where he was like, that's genius. Um, and But those strawberries were awesome. They were super fresh and kind of made up for the disappointment that I had. I wish I had strawberries. Yeah. Strawberries and an orange. But we leave the hotel at like 9.30. It was an early morning. Also, I love when we woke up. I was on designated like set your alarm um because you have an internal alarm and i think it's yeah. insanely impressive yeah i actually told you guys that so wait what yeah it's it's not hard for me Listen i to just this. i just tell myself what time to wake up and then i wake up at that time it's like you don't you don't set an alarm so we're in virginia or yeah what was it uh, DC. yeah and they're like all right what time are we gonna wake up and they're like all right 8 15 so for just like all right, i'll set my alarm for 8 15 nate's like i'm gonna set my alarm for 8 15 and I, and Nate looks at me he's like you gotta set your alarm and I'm like 8.15 and I just point at my head and I set it go to bed wake up 7.15 close my eyes wake up 8.14 I was blown away because that's unreal I'm dead serious I thought he was joking too uh, but I was up and at him and I, I woke up like a little bit before my alarm kind of let it let myself wake up a little bit. We're on eight twenty. I walked into their room and I did my typical smart ass good morning sunshine. Um, and of course, the first Fucking thing that dad. yeah, the first thing that Nate says to me, morning fit. He's not a morning person. First thing he says to me is fuck you. Um, and and then I see Nick up there. He's like, I got up at eight fourteen. Um, but we get out of the hotel at like nine thirty. Head over to the field and what I think was hilarious too on the drive over our bus driver they definitely told him we were going to marymount university 100 percent. we already explained that marymount their field is like 10 or 15 minutes away from their campus we drove right by it and i was really thrown off because we'd gone there last year and i was like i swear this is where we were last year like in the same area we kept going we're up the highway and then out of nowhere we just we stopped and we are like just sitting on the right side of the road. And again, Brady is being a comedian right now. He is just having the time of his life kind of talking about like, because we're all like frustrated. We're kind of tired. Um, we don't want to play this game. They pull over to the right side of the road and then we do a giant U-turn. And everyone was just like, are you kidding me right now? Like, what is going on? Uh, we finally hear Seb in the background. We just went in a circle. <laughs> we started crying. Yeah, leave it up to Cole to lighten up the situation. Um, we finally get to the field, and it's like, all right, guys, let's just get this over with. We all want to go home. None of us want to be here. Conference away games suck. It's awful. That was terrible. Newman's not Marymount. bad. Newman's not bad. Marymount sucks. Newman. Uh, what's the other one that's Zen, local? Oh, uh, IMAC, they're close. Yeah, IMAC, IMAC is, is close. Yeah, like, University's not too far either. Gwinnett's not far when we have to play them away. Nah. But like the out-of-state ones. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah, and we were just a series of events, obviously having a game 7 o'clock the night before. 
nobody wanted to be there. So we're waiting, or we, we get out in the field again after the weather delay. And it was definitely, it was tough because we, uh, we had like a 15 minute warm up, something like that. But again, the energy was just at an all time low, awful. Um, we were playing really rough, it's a poor game. And we just wanted to get out of there. But we did kind of start to uh, click together at the end. It was, we put up, what, nine goals in the last 20 minutes of the game. Yeah. Compared to 10 that we had throughout the first 30, 40. Um, My favorite play from the game had to be, I got thrown in near the end of the fourth quarter right after, I think it was Hezzy and Dill, like, did some sick, uh, combo and they they scored off each other, so Hill was like, "All right, yep, starters are done. Let's get everyone else back in." So I'm out there with uh, QC Nate, and then Patty gets subbed in. But on the one play, we were banging the ball around, and they sent a delayed sub, or we ran we ran in North Dakota because I remember I called it out. Um, my voice is also awful those days, but that's a different story. Um, call out the North Dakota. We run it really well. We bang it around. It gets to me and we're yelling zip, which is like our cue that we have the numbers and it's a fast break. It's Mario is coming from the midline down full head of steam. Wyatt is over on my left. His defenders pressing out on him. I was going to throw it to Wyatt so that he could throw the one more, but I decided I was like, Ooh, this is like, he's pressing out there. I'm just going to throw the ball right to Mario. Like it's cutting he's wide open. It's going to be great. Wet mesh, ball got caught on like my top string or something, and it basically just almost went straight into the ground. Like it was a blue ball, twenty yards, um, and it right into the turf. The second I released that ball, I was like, "Oh my god, not right now, not right now!" While like our team is not doing well, like kind of getting bitched out. I was like waiting for it to be like, okay, this is where I get screamed at. This is where I get pulled. And then the greatest handle of all time. If Mario didn't play hockey, I am convinced he does not catch that ball. He said that. So he comes up, it like hits off the ground and he somehow gets a stick down and flicks up and catches the ball. And literally as he did that, takes two or three steps, shoot, score. I run over to him and I literally just have my hands like in the prayer position. I'm like, God bless your soul. You just saved my ass. And then I look over, <laughs> I look over at, uh, at Colf on the sideline. He's just got his arms crossed and he's kind of, he was kind of just like looking at me and he was like, <sighs> like he, he, we all knew. And then Hill in the next time out, he was like, wow, Mario really bailed you out there. I was like, you can say that again. Um, I'm glad I, I joked. I was like, I'm glad I brought my rosary with me this weekend. Um, but other than that, that was just a weird game. And we were so ready to get out of there. That bus ride home was exactly what we needed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, guess I, I forgot to mention, when we were in the weather delay, Wyatt was sitting across from me on the bus. And he turns to me and he's like, I'm going to make my bold prediction. We are going to have this game canceled. We're going to go home and it's going to be played at a neutral site somewhere else. I'm locking that in. Uh, 
he even said he's like make sure that gets on the podcast this weekend because i had the idea too i was like yo rain delay let's let's get a podcast in right now yeah uh which might be a future idea stay tuned but um he, he was just like, that's going to be my, my lock of the day. And I was like, I really hope that you're wrong. Cause the last thing that I want, I want to go home. But the last thing I want to do is have to come back here and play this team again. Yeah. Like, I just want to get this over with Feel and move on and then focus on Monday. Um, but we, we finally made it through. We get back, do our, uh, our thing. Also shout out Corbin Kerrigan. Um, our, our, our Jules. man Jules. He's got the outro song, and obviously we might have had the podcast bless him because he scored two goals over the course of this weekend. His first goal of his career against Salisbury, and then he did it the next day against uh, Marymount. So he had quite the weekend. He got the hammer. Yeah, shout out. Shout out. Well, we will shout him out at the end, obviously. We will. will. But, um, yeah, so wild weekend. A lot went on. Uh, And then finally Sunday, we kind of just got to relax. Yeah, Sunday's today. For all those that are wondering. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, we're done with that. So let's get into it. Bear Evans, have you picked a topic? We're going to have our guests be uh, picking our topics that we're going to do as our closing statements. Uh, I mean, what, what, what are we going to draft? We did uh, We did foods that start with R last week. We're G. What was it, it? it was G. G, yeah. So. What are we thinking? Putting him on the spot. Oh, I'm trying to think. I kind of like things to do on a Sunday. Things, things to, to do. do on a Sunday. Okay. Bear, um, how about you start us off? For your top pick, the number one draft overall, LeBron James. What are you doing on a Sunday? Movie marathon. Movie marathon. Okay. Uh, you're next. Yeah. I'm taking, the, taking the number two here. For the boys, playing lax. Playing lacrosse. Okay, I'm going to go a different direction. Going to a diner. There's nothing better than Sunday morning going to a diner. That's literally what I did today. We went to Manila's, and it's just everybody's in that mood. Like, I don't know. There's there's no words, but when you walk into Manila's on a Sunday, there's no better feeling. That's a good pick. That's a great pick. Number two. Um, I say walk in the dog. Walk in the nice dog. day out. Love it. Take you, a nice long walk. You scumbag. You know I was gonna take walking next because walking's my thing. Um God, that's a really good pick. Especially on a nice day. Like a couple weeks ago when it was 75. Uh I went and walked the Radner Trail because I'm an eight-year-old man. And I literally was like peak happiness right there. Like that was just pure joy all over my face. Um so great pick for Major something boy. to do on a nice Sunday. Yeah. I'm gonna go with washing my car. Oh, good one. Especially in the summer. I'll do that. I haven't like done a, my dad would do that all the time where he'd go out, take his shirt off, get the swimsuit on and just like wash all the cars. The most dad thing to do ever. Of course. Um, Where do I want to go with this one? I think I, I let off a lot better in this draft than the last one. Got a lot of hate for my Greek yogurt take, but I also got a lot of people that were saying that that was a solid one. Um, Things to do on a Sunday. Ooh, watch a football game. Fuck you. NFL that was my football. next pick. Yeah. Fuck you. Pick. Um, you know, I like, I don't know. I'm I'm a big like stay in on Sunday and just like have like a nice chill day. So maybe like just play Xbox with the boys all day. That's a solid one. What's your go-to game? Right now it's UFC, but that's my like buffer game from when I'm like switching from like game to game. I like that. 
Nick's got his thinking hat on. Got my thinking cap on. Going out to lunch. You know? Sunday. Just going out to lunch. Sunday brunch. Okay. Yeah. You know, you kind of already said something like that, didn't you? I did. That's exactly what I was just about to say. All right, like, then. I take I, I take that back. Um. Wow, fellas. It's a lot harder than it looks. Now I'm trying to see where I want to go next to. How about get a haircut? Like get a weekly haircut? It's a really, really good pick. I usually will reserve if it's not on a Sunday. But the only thing is, like, usually when you go on a Sunday, it's packed. Yeah. And a good barbershop. Yeah. So I like the midweek. Or, yeah. like, Friday morning. Actually, I'll take that back. Sunday morning, like, right when they open, prime time to go get a haircut. Pretty sure my grandfather, he's a, uh, a Sunday 9 a.m. guy. Every week. I guess building off of that, another thing you can do on Sunday. I love getting my grocery shopping done on Sunday. It's a good one, Fridge. It's a very good one. Go out, get everything restocked, and come back. It's the first day of the week. Yep. Find some new snacks every once in a while. People look at it at the end of the week. It's really the first day. And it, whoa, I didn't even think about that. Wow. Yeah. Mind blown. Live on air. Fourth pick. What do we got? Oh. I just had one, man. Oh, probably like go to the mall, go to KOP. You know, like nothing's better. I'd wake up and go get some like food at like the food court. Get like the big box of Chinese food. Get that, kill that, and then walk around like find random things you want to get. That's a great pick. That's a good pick. I would not have thought about that because you get the best of both worlds. There, you get the good food and you get the experience of just like being in the mall, like you and your boys just walking around. Going into different stores. That might be the seal of the draft right there. I think for my four slot, I'm just gonna go chilling with the boys, you know. Just just hanging out. You know, it's your off day of the week. Chilling with the fellas. Um I think that I'm gonna lean towards going on a nice drive. A nice drive through, whether it's going down to the beach. Uh I'm thinking like if I'm at home. The drive that I have from my house to the Edmonds water, waterfront, on a Sunday, you get the view of the mountains. You get the sun setting every once in a while. You can go down there, hang out, just enjoy the, the atmosphere. That is a peak Sunday right there. So, uh, you know, going on a nice drive, specifically down to the Edmonds waterfront. Sounds like a beautiful place. Last pick. Oh, I just had one again. Um, give me a second. I got to think real quick. I think I have a good one. I also have a good one. It's like on the tip of my tongue right now. What was it? Oh, doing homework. Like go. I know it's rough. You do homework. Do it like Sunday night. And it's due like Monday night or like Tuesday night. That way you can just like ease into the week. And you get like a couple like busy work assignments done. And then you just like cruise through a week. If you have like hard stuff, you do it that. So I made the a wincing face where it's like, ooh, I don't know if that's a good pick. But that's because I was thinking about it earlier. And I'm like, do I really want to say that I would want to do homework on a Sunday? But you're right. Like that's when I start to kind of like, okay, I have this assignment due on Tuesday. I have, Well, this one's due at 11.59 tonight. I should probably get it done right now. Once you get into that mindset, it does set you up the rest of the week to kind of chip away some stuff later on and get ahead to like the back half, the Thursday, Fridays, you don't have a lot of work. So unpopular by some people, but I do think that that is a solid take. Um, 
especially like right now, that's probably what I would be doing if I'm not on my phone. So I'm a screenager. Actually, I'm 20, I'm not a teen. Yeah. Number five, going fishing. Do you have a, a specific spot? Um, yeah, I mean, I grew up fishing with my grandfather. He took me to this place uh, in Norwood. It's a decent spot. You just catch catfish. Yeah, nothing big. Um, me and the fellas, we've gone gone up to Aston before. We fished at this uh, HOA, uh, like little neighborhood. It, we weren't allowed. I caught a bass there. Got kicked out. Um, there's this place back in Tinicum. Caught my first bass there. Pretty cool. Uh, and then there's this place on the Delaware. It's called Red Bridge. Gone there decent amount of times with the boys. Um, yeah, you just catch catfish there. You can catch other shit, obviously, but we've only ever caught caddies. Um, big ones, though. Biggest I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. Uh, I actually haven't been fishing in a while now that I think about it, but that is a... When you're with the right people oh, and you're in the right time. area, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. Um, doesn't even matter if you catch anything. I mean, it's always... If you want to catch something, obviously, but, you know, just the scenery, you know, being out there. I was like, my uncle has a boat in Santa Barbara and my freshman year, I went down there and we went on a like, giant fishing trip. Caught, I ended up catching a shark, which was sick. But it was also just like, you know, you're enjoying the area. You're out in the Pacific Ocean. You're like seeing the islands. Like it's hot. You get to have, you oh, packing up your like snacks, your lunches, everything like that. Like just the entire atmosphere, like you said. Um, definitely have to add that to my list of uh, stuff that I should do on a Sunday. You should. Coming up. Maybe, maybe we should do that too. Uh, but wrapping up my team, building off of my last pick, I said that the drive down to Edmonds is awesome, but there's nothing better than a good spike ball session down on the Edmonds waterfront, whether you're in the sand pit, on the grass. Anybody who's listening uh, from back home knows that those spike ball games go so hard. And it's just, it's something that we, we look forward to every summer. Um, like I said, with the sunset in the background, if it's nice, like 65 degrees, it's starting to cool down. You go and you're just like either playing spike ball, you're sitting watching the sunset until the place closes, which is like dusk. And then the uh, like officer comes in and like kicks you guys out. But there's, there's nothing better than that, especially on a summer day. So that's how I'm going to wrap up my team. I think I did a lot better. They my G's draft. Uh, I thought that was a great draft by everybody. And I think that these are some awesome takes. Um, Let us know who you guys thought had the best one. Exactly. Make sure to uh, tell us in person or text us who had the best draft. Um, and if it's not me, I need a full-blown explanation why. But I think other than that, any final words? Yeah. Uh, if you're still here, thank you. Um, Ooh, what's going to be our word? Uh, we'll get to that. We're hoping to get like maybe two episodes a week, correct? Yes. Yeah. So if we can get two episodes a week, that'd be great. Um, to the people that are listening, the keyword. Barry, give us a keyword. First word that pops in your head. Pumpkin. Pumpkin is the keyword. Um, yeah. Please tell me, me and Fridge pumpkin, and we would gr- uh, greatly appreciate that. Yeah. Or Bear. Go up to Bear if you find him. And yeah. Yes. Of course. Make sure that uh, you just say the magic word. 
And if you're a real one, you will bear any final closing words here. Been an amazing first guest. Uh, I've enjoyed our conversation. What do you have to tell for the audience? Uh, it's been a pleasure being on the podcast. Thank you guys. It's been fun. Hell yeah, Bear. Thank you for coming on. I think there's only one way that we can end this. Shout out, Jules. Shout out, Jules. Shout out, Jules. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, I'll be stargazing. I'll be up in the cloud. But I won't come down because I'll be too faded. Everybody want to walk that talk. Want to talk that talk like we made it. But they all going to catch what I got. I'll make the money right back. Bitches be tripping, don't know how to act. He just be singing, don't know how to rap. Be running this shit like I'm Owen She like a wave, I'm loving her motion It's like I'm sipping straight up on the potion Water be dripping, it feel like and the ocean I know that I'm different cause I'm from the other side She's saying that she want me, girl, that's capping, girl, you lie Everything I ever did, all I do is right You could never say it cause you switched up and you lie